0: yo 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 welcome back to the greatest show on earth the millionaire mindsets podcast i'm your host xavier and today we got a very 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 special episode Y'all better make sure y'all stay in tune with this one but before we start the show i'd like to advise all the listeners listeners and watchers to please subscribe like leave that five star rating that review do all those things we would greatly greatly appreciate it and getting right into the show so today's guest i got a guest that I ain't had on no since October twenty nineteen, man. It's been almost three years. In a month, it'll be three years. And it's been so much shit that's been changed since then. That's it went down since then. And we always kept in touch, man. This is my guy.
1: I'm super happy to have him back on the show, my boy Tony. AKA Tony the Closer. What's good, bro? What's up? What's up? What's up? Appreciate you having me, man. You had this nice building and everything. You know, last <laughs> time I talked to you and D, I was in the house on the on a Zoom call. <laughs> So like I had to come to the studio. I was like, "Bro, y'all can't have a little nice shit. You go put me on the bullshit with the, <laughs> you know, you give me the old school shit." But now we we in the building, man. I'm excited to be here, so I appreciate you having me back, yeah, bro. Yeah,
0: man. This 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 been uh, long overdue. We've been playing this one for a minute, man. Like you like you just said, it's been a lot of shit that changed since then. But th- let's get right to it, man. So for the people that's probably been under the rock. They probably don't. They like Tony the This It's my first time hearing them. The small, the small number of people out there that's like that. Do you mind just let them know real quick who you are?
1: And what um, you do? Entrepreneur, man. Uh, my journey is one of those journeys that like you can definitely pull inspiration from, man. I uh, collegiate athlete. Uh, I was uh, undrafted, free agent signed to the uh, Seattle Seahawks in two thousand six and seven. Got uh, released from the uh, Seahawks, and then I just was, like, kind of trying to find my way. Um, ended up getting in the auto industry, okay. uh, selling cars for about uh, five or six years. And that's when I really was starting to get kind of, like, that closer uh, tab. I did extremely well from the okay. beginning. Like, my first first month in the car business, I sold, like, 22 and a half cars. Like, I came in out the gate just, like, swinging. Became the number one salesperson for the Hendrick Automotive Group. Uh, and then they gave me a promotion, and they're like, you know how it is in, in business. You get excited for the promotion. Uh, I went from being a salesperson to they actually gave me my own store in Alabama. So I relocated to Alabama um, to run a Buick uh, store for uh, the Hendrick Automotive Group. And we get there, and this is an old school uh, store in Birmingham that was basically like, a dying store at the time right. um, they were basically sell, selling single-digit vehicles and, and for me that was like hell i mean even for me as a car sales person i was like hell i can outsell right what they've been doing uh but get there and um at the time i'm like married i got like a newborn on the way and um the uh like the promotion wasn't a promotion uh i, I ended up you know basically you know Taking a, a a a pay cut by you know by getting this promotion, mm-hmm. so they moved me down south. They you know I go from a salesperson, which I'm like a high six figure salesperson, to I was like barely making a hundred grand now um, as running a store manager, right? And I end up taking that store, and uh, it became the number one store in the southeast, the number one Buick store. Um, and when I I got, I remember the day that I got, um, my last check there. It was my bonus check, which was my, it was, to would be the 10th of the month. It was like, we look forward to our bonus check. And, um, I got the check and it was like 600 bucks. Now, mind you, I just took this store to the number one store the number one in store. the Southeast. I'm looking at all the numbers. I know the numbers. I know what our, our, our front and back end looks like. And I'm like, how in the hell is it possible that, this is what i'm looking like and i had like a lot of financial pressure on me at the time like i still had to manage my house and everything back in in north carolina like i'm now you know i had a bad tenant in the property i had there like then i'm like trying to balance being a new father and all these other things like it was just like all this pressure on me so i was like man i'm out man i i'm gonna do my own thing i'd rather open up my own dealership and run my own and to make that amount of money from somebody and get peanuts for the amount of money that you know I was helping put on the books for them. So I did that, I started my own dealership, um, oh, partnered up with another guy who also was at the dealership with me and um, went pretty decent for about two years, and then it fell apart. And then for a while, man, I was just like on this entrepreneurial journey, just trying to find my way. I knew like 2012 was the last time I would ever be employed by somebody. Like, that was the one thing I did know. Like, that was the last time I was going to let a paycheck disrespect me. You know, when I look at that check, man, and I'm, like, thinking about the amount of hours, I was putting 14 to 16 hours a day, like, being at this dealership. And then, like, when you get home, you're still answering emails and being accountable to all this stuff. And it's, like, my quality of life was bad. Like, I I couldn't even really be involved with my kids. You know, it was just bad all the way around. So I was, like, man, I'm done. Like, This isn't what freedom looks like. I don't care. Even with making six figures, it was like, nah, like, this isn't what my idea of financial freedom looks like. And I'd rather do it on my own. Um, And, and man, I just went years just, like, trying different things. And my dad had been in real estate uh, for for some time now. And he had been acquiring properties, but I really didn't, like, understand the depths of, like, what he was doing and he would always see me like I was gambling and I was like all, all out. So he would see me with all this cash and he's like, Hey man, like you need to start taking some of that and putting it in real estate. And I'm like, yeah, okay. All right, dad, whatever, whatever. So one day I actually go down and I, um, I, some of y'all know my, uh, my, my old best friend, Max, right? Mm-hmm. So me and him go to my dad's house. My dad opens up the file cabinets and starts showing me, uh, like how many properties he actually owns it's like unbelievable it's like, you, so you ain't even know you had no idea at this time i knew he had properties but, but not how many like when he opened up the file cabinet it's just like it's that that moment when you sit back and you like whoa pop got it like "Dad, dad up for real like yeah like i mean he's opened up the file cabinet he's going across and like, pull out another file cabinet pull out another file cabinet Pull out another file cabinet. Shit, I'm sitting there like, we go ride right around uh, a couple of neighborhoods. He's like, yeah, I own that house. Yeah, I own that house. Yeah, I own that house. Go down a couple more blocks. Yeah, that's mine right there. That's mine right there. And instantly, I was like, yeah, my dad got a, like a serious bag. I was like, oh yeah. Like, I, I I was like, he he's not like a flashy guy. Right. So Like. If you see him like most of the time you, you usually walk past him and, and just like this is a regular old black man. But he's really <laughs> running, yeah. running it up. And 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 when I, you know and that was in twenty sixteen, we I ended up partnering with my dad, starting a wholesale company. And when we partnered up, it was the, the kind of unique pieces that we had um other partners that were also coming in and they really didn't have sales experience. Mm-hmm. So like okay. one of the things with wholesaling is like, you gotta have that conversation. You gotta overcome objections. You gotta be able to make that offer. And like, it was just like the fear of making the offer and all the different things that like were comfortable to me because that had just been something I had put myself in that in that situation so many times as being in the auto industry. It's like, I'm used to talking numbers every day. Like I'm writing somebody up every day. I'm like, hey, look, just the mindset and ideology behind how I was successful as a car salesperson. I said, everybody that comes in here, they get an offer, no matter what. Like you tell me, you're just looking. This was your first day on the, you know, on the lot. You, you know, you're just trying to figure it out, whatever. No matter what, I'm writing you up. Like I'm taking you as far as you allow me to take. You. I'm gonna write you up, and then I'm gonna try to close you. Like, that's that's the only way that you ever have the opportunity. Like, in my mind, like, it wasn't like you had a chance to come back later. Like, a lot of people be like, <laughs> yeah, I'll come back. You know, I'll be back I'll on back, Friday. Be, like, no, while you're actually physically here on a lot, I'm going to do my job. I'm going to give you all the information to help you make an informed decision. That was always just how I looked at every transaction. So... If I saw a customer on a lot, he was in a service drive and like, and this is just game for like anybody that's in the auto industry. Like if you are working at the, uh, as a car salesperson, you should be working your car a uh, lot. I mean, the, the service department, your service department is your number one friend. You know, first and foremost, those people are coming back because they probably already did business preexisting with that company. In addition to that, they're probably getting that car worked on for some reason, whether it's an oil change or need tires or is actually needing actual work. We know something's happening. Guess what? You can now get with service tech and be able to now have a relationship when they got vehicles that are coming in that you can get all the information and then you can start working on deals based off condition of people's uh, uh, vehicles. So for me, man, I used to literally come in 7 a.m. First thing, I'm beating everybody to the lot. I was a new car car salesperson, so they're not going to give you the leads like they give the the seasoned people. The seasoned people get the, the uh, internet leads and all the shit that's like hot leads or whatever, the call-ins. You, you probably, you waiting on somebody to pop up on the lot, but the people on the service drive, you just letting them sit there and chill. They come in the dealership, they getting coffee, they taking their time, they getting snacks, all kind of shit. Like, yo, that's a prime opportunity to talk to somebody and have a conversation. Do you know how many people, I was like, hey... You got a twenty. You got a uh, a twenty ten uh, Malibu. Let me show you what a twenty twelve looks like, man. I can even keep your payment the same. Let me show you how I can do it. Would you be interested? Ain't nobody gonna say no to that. Yeah, like right. If I can show you how to keep your payments the same, right? You ain't here. You got a two year older car. I got new features and everything else, and I'm gonna keep your payments the same. Let me show you how I can do it. I didn't tell you that you weren't going to have to put money down. <laughs> I didn't tell you that, you know, what you going to give up for an offer. I'm just saying, hey, I can show you how you, you keep the do payments the same. Mm-hmm. But now I'm putting myself in a position to be able to have that conversation and put myself in a closing position. So same thing was happening in the real estate business, like with my dad and our uh, partners. They weren't comfortable with putting themselves in a the closing position. And that's one of the issues with many people that even want to get into wholesaling is like they'll they be the best uh uh researchers they'll pu- they'll pull lists they'll skip trace they'll they'll even call people but when it actually comes to making numbers and op- making offers they're afraid to make an offer like i can remember like distinctly like some of my best success stories are people who had fear of making an offer and they just wouldn't make an offer and then lo and behold when they start making offers. offers they started getting paid getting paid um and and i like that was the piece that really just kind of like changed the game for me it was like i get into the business and i have this confidence with sales and closing that just like it made it easier for me to have the conversation it made me easier to be able to understand you know when somebody gave me a rejection or uh you know had a rebuttal to to a price like i knew how to justify my numbers i knew how to you know, have the conversation to be educated and educate somebody on an offer. A lot of people make mistakes of just not even educating their client. That's because right. Because the clients aren't informed. Most of them don't really know the business. They looked at something on Zillow or whatever and they just use that as their guide. Yep. But if you can educate them on why, the, you're actually making that offer and like what the market is and what other properties like that sold just like theirs in the last six months that were repaired it looks like now we can have a more uh educated conversation but most people don't educate their uh their sellers they're just like letting their seller walk them down the rabbit hole of what they want to get out of the property and me i'm the opposite like i'm taking control i'm like if i went to the doctor or a dentist like the dentist takes control right if i'm the professional like if you're coming to see me my job is to lead you to being where you want to be at. Most people are order takers. Like, they'll allow somebody to dictate the direction of what the path is supposed to be. As that's a closer, right. I'm going to dictate and let you come my way. I'm setting the stage. I'm mm-hmm. setting the presidents how we're going to uh, do business. And that, that's been one of the biggest things for me is, like, how I position myself. Like, how do you position yourself when you come in to be able to do the business? So, it just made, like, from the gate, man, I came in and I was like, all right, I'm taking the strategy of what I did in the auto industry applying to real estate. And it just was something that just became like absolutely phenomenal. That's and then, uh, right, right before we had our, 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 deal, July of 2019, I do a, uh, 31 day free challenge. I just invited the community and everybody every single day to come join me on live, uh, zooms. And I was just teaching people the steps of wholesaling and, and like, how to talk to a seller, how to position themselves. So if you didn't have any experience, you didn't have the confidence, you were able to get it like right there with me and a group of other people. And it just started like this massive movement, man. Like at the time I knew I was just being focused on just helping people and not having any expectations, just like doing it without looking for anything in return. I'm like, hey, look, I'm just going to, coming to this challenge and we're going to work every single day and I'm going to help people make money. Uh, and it, it's just going to be cool. And man, it took off. Like that was like one of the pivotal pieces of like my growth and my, uh, definitely as far as, an far as the online marketer influencer, um, that 31 day challenge in July, man, you were so many people who lives were changed. Like you got people who were like homeless or broke, and they're now making twenty, thirty, forty thousand $40,000 in a deal. We had people coming in in the first week of the training making $35,000. I'll never forget guys like Deshaun that come in and these guys in their first week, you know, they start, they follow exactly what I say to the T and then they make outrageous amounts of of money. And then you hear his backstory and he talks about how he was in the streets and how he was moving the wrong way and he had a child and he didn't want to move like that. But it was like, man, that was my only way of being able to know how I can take care of my people. And now he's like out here he's a full-time real estate investor he's no longer exposing himself that's hard like that's the stuff to me like when people like yeah. don't they, pe- a lot of people don't really see the story and it's like this, this this young man had uh i think he was classified as like you know slow by by classifications of school or whatever school So system. yeah so he 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 had no confidence in like even like getting into this business and then he goes from no confidence to somebody that has a six-figure real estate business now and you know living legitly so that's what really inspired me like to, to truly lock in and, and just continue to help because i i realized that a lot of us were operating out of desperation not that we were bad people but like yo you, you come up with life circumstances don't really teach you anything you become a product of your environment you see you 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 are what you see like that even happened with me as a child like i saw certain shit and it kind of bounced back off on me and you know I looked at what I was able to gain like from like even being around my dad and like being exposed to certain things and I was like, I'm gonna help as many people learn what I know and give them the steps that I but I take and it just became something that really just went crazy. And then it was the it's our turn movement. It's our turn Yeah. The it's our turn movement goes up. Like you got, you know, thousands of people now making money and, and they're in real estate where there was there used to be this uh, barrier of entry that we thought that we had to have for, for wholesaling. And now that's i mean for real estate in general and now that it's gone yes it like there is no barrier entry and then you know life takes off you know we we kind of know a couple months later i had an event that took place I had 1400 people come to the event had a sucker ass partner in the event um that kept all my money and and put me in a bad spot but we still had an amazing event you got the um just went through the process of just like grinding, man. And like, you know, one of the things I realized that definitely in, on the online space, like it's hard to to uh, to be somebody who stands the morals and principles. That's a, um, that's a fact. So many people mold and fit in just to be able to be accepted that you can find yourself on the outside looking in because you don't fit in with people who are doing things that aren't in alignment with what they say. Like, I've got, like, probably the biggest misconception on me is because people look at me as like I'm confrontational yep. or 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 whatever, but, like, I just stand on <laughs> principles. That's right. And, and uh, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but, you know, when I operate in in this space uh, online, I feel like you got a responsibility to the same people that you say that you want to help. And That's I think right. a lot of these guys put the money before what they actually say that they're about. And i speak on it you and you speak on it yeah and We see what come because <laughs>
0: <laughs> i was going to ask you because i think people it's a big big misconception misconception people have with you especially they don't know you and they see you if they if, when they see you they see you in some quote unquote bullshit, and they don't personally know you i personally know you we talk about the time i know how smart you are i think the average person out there don't really know they just think oh tony he just. Getting big off some publicity, and you know what I'm saying he getting into it, <laughs> motherfuckers, and that's how he blowing his brand up. When they don't know that you're really smart when it comes to business. You know your shit, you about your shit, and you do it from a from a point of um with morals and integrity. And that's like you already said, that's super rare. Being in this in this space now for almost four years, man, I didn't. When it comes to dealing with people or uh, social influencers, social entrepreneurs, I didn't damn near seen it all. So and I so I know firsthand how. A lot of the times, a lot of these people in that space is full of shit, for real. Yeah,
1: and then, and then when people like somebody, they they go blind to the bullshit. Facts. Like, when people really like somebody, they're a fan of somebody, they go blind to it. So, they, they'll they ignore the fact that their person is is doing bad or whatever, or they're going to try to, you know, justify it with, with whatever, or tell you to get over it, it should, you know, you should just take a loss or whatever. Like, I have people that tell me all the time, they're like, I'm tripping over losing 100 grand to somebody. Right. Like, I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> like, hundred thousand, hundred thousand. I don't care how uh, much money you got. Yeah. I mean, even, even now I, I done made that a lot over and over and over and over and over. Like, right. but, but I think like the principles, man, is like, even after the fact, like he gets this, this bogus judgment and then gets online and then like, plays with my name even more, is like you look at people and you be like, how far you really wanna take this? Like you really playing with like you you already done skated on my money, now you wanna play with my name. And it's like I just don't respect like that type of energy coming from somebody that say they about they culture about... and black people and, and things like that. Man, you gonna do somebody wrong and then you gotta try now you go to the extra distance to try to like slander the name online. It's just like corny shit. Like mm. And, and people online really like don't understand like the gravi- gravity of like being an online marketer or social social media entrepreneur or whatever. Um, when you when you constantly are like trying to do the right thing, but but you getting attacked by people that you would be willing to help, and that's the ones that you're trying to uplift, and you you have like them stealing from you and taking from you, backstabbing you, like you getting comments from complete strangers that talk on business that they have no idea, no idea what what's going on um it's like sometimes it's draining man and i like went through like all these different like phases of like even where i got damn near depressed and i was losing my body and getting out of shape because i just start smoking and chilling in the house and just trying to stay away from everything but you know that shit takes a toll takes on a toll you. you 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 wake up and you you read messages of people like playing with your name or disrespecting you or saying, making death threats, all the little, like whatever. Like I'm the type of person I'm like, man, I, I know like I I'm built for whatever, man. Right. Some of the stuff I've overcome in my life. Like I know God built me to like go through the journey and the battle and all these different things. Like I really truly believe that. Like I tell people all the time, sometimes I used to feel like I'm not supposed to be here because of what I had already put myself through or been through in my life. But then I understood my journey was actually something that was inspiring to other people. You know, like what I had actually been through, some of the mistakes I made in my life actually are like similar situations that many people get put in and they don't know how to handle it. And it's like even using me as the example of what's possible, like that's like my new my new thing is like to really focus on like bro like you overcame shit that like broke a lot of people mm-hmm. like to be able to say i made it out of north philly and then came through north carolina and, and went through all the abuse and all the shit and even had to go through my own personal journey nfl getting cut trying to find my way like just the life journey i've been on to like be able to find millionaire success and like to be able to help so many people honestly to be able to give back the way i have i mean i like, I, I see a lot of people that focus on, like, the drama I be in, but they go blind to the other things like do. All, mm-hmm. the, all the things that I've done that, like, have changed lives and been charitable to people and things of that nature. Like, I mean, my, my team and my crew, everybody that come around me, they be around me, like, it's a good person. I treat everybody on my team like humans, man. There's never any disrespect. I don't talk down to people. I'm not a bad person. It's a lot of people that make money and the money is the only thing that like allows people to even be around them. That's a fact. Like my people be around me, bro, every day. They spend hours, they spend their whole time with me. Manu came from fucking Mexico two years ago. I told him what I'd pay him and I honored that from two years ago. Like I like, and I know what I do for my people. Like that's what's important to me. Is like to be a man of your word, like to stand for something. And it's like everybody like online now is about looking looking like what they about instead of really they're being, being about, about, what they're about what they saying and and for me man that's always been my thing it makes some people uncomfortable because i'm cursing and i'm i'm coming at somebody or or, or i'm saying the truth but it's just like the truth hurts yep. you know when when somebody tell you like you you lying or you didn't did some fucked up shit like a mm. lot of us in our community don't like accountability that's a fact i have a motherfucker like tell me hey look your program didn't work for me tony i you know, wholesaling, I tried to blah blah blah. I go look up their email address and they did 14%. Like, yo, you on you on still on chapter one? Like what you expect to happen? This is gonna come through osmosis. <laughs> like like, but that's the type of shit that like you you end up dealing with, man. Like we got people that's looking for instant gratification and they'll go my they'll go out and say anything just to try to like, you know, much you out. It seemed like they like doing something exposed. I'm like, yo, like it's just like weird shit. But then I look at the people that I actually take the time and they do my progress. i made i mean I made millionaires bro mm-hmm. like like i really made millionaires like you see Ms. Derby you yeah. see Ramon and these guys like they, like these is real millionaires they went out took the training and changed their lives Derby was a damn school teacher man Derby i mean now Derby making almost fifty plus thousand a month with me like she like this is the type of stuff man i I've been able to have relationships and do things even beyond what you know, the public see and it's cool. Right. Like, man, I got I got big companies that pay me big money and, and they ain't never had an issue with Tony the Closer. Like, my my issue comes when people do bad people. business because you do bad business, I'ma step on you. Mm, I, I like something that you said I wanna um touch back on.
0: You said when people, when people talk about doing things for the culture, but it be pretty much cap. And I think it's something I, I want the listeners to understand, because this is something I realized too. It took me years to realize this. When people are, specifically when our culture, when you got people always talking about they um selling selling the blackness pretty much, I'm doing this for black people, I'm doing this for our community, our culture. Usually nine times out of ten, this from my experiences, those people usually full of shit. It's like the people that that were their religion on their sleeve all the time. Those usually be the worst motherfuckers for real. Cause if you really or who you say you are, you ain't got to constantly repeat it and tell me. You saying that so you could sell me some shit, you know what I'm saying? So you could sell me into who you are as a man or a woman or whatever. So you could uh flip it, make some money or whatever. And if you want to make money, that's cool. But when you try to use it as like an empowerment to a unity thing, where you know you're really not for the people, you just about your bread. That's when they be like, man, you but, know what I'm but, saying?
1: But but ninety percent of them dudes, if it wasn't no money involved, they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it. That's a fact. Like. If it wasn't no money involved they wouldn't do it and 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 this is the the interesting piece is like i make a lot of money with what i do but like go back and watch how many times i did it with no with no expectations and i did it for free like i'm talking about full months i'm like hey black history month hey y'all get in my uh what's the name i do a 31 day uh challenge credit real estate everything like multiple times like like with no expectation and i, and I got And I got people that pay me thousands of dollars for my program. Right. And they be mad. The people that that done spent the money, they like, yo, why the fuck are they getting more than what I done spent my money on? I take all kinds of shit because like, I'm like, hey, look, I still want to help people. Like, that's the primary focus. I'm like, I feel like if I give enough game and I help enough people, that's one less nigga I got to worry about going to jack somebody. Man, what? Talk about it. Like, that's just the reality, man. And and that's why, like, I've mixed, like, even with what I'm doing now, I mix so much of like the culture with with hip-hop artists and everybody else because I want I wanted real estate to look cool there's been there's been nobody made entrepreneurship look really cool that that look like us Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship look like you know drug dealing or or some crazy you know risky life shit now now it's like yo take real estate take another avenue and, and, and make this shit look cool like make this the thing, man. Like I hang out with all the artists, I hang out with all the rappers, all the entertainers. Like yo, they they rocking with me. I look like them. I got the chains. I got all that shit too. Like it, it's just a part of it. I don't have the chain on right now. I left my shit at home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all good, shit. You know, say he's still a man of value. It don't matter regardless. Let me this this random say. I just thought about it because you talked about um like when you how you help people is one less person you pretty much got to worry about doing some bullshit in the street. Do you believe in um this like I said this randomly popped up in my mind? Do you believe in um poverty crime? Do you know you know what that is? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So and you that, think that's
1: a thing? Yeah. Okay. Like, you, you gotta think about it, bro. Like P and B Rock was just sitting down eating eating chicken, man. You go you go rob somebody in the middle of the day in broad daylight in a restaurant. That's poverty crime. No, facts. You ain't even wait for let me, them to come up. But out. let me explain to you why I say it's poverty crime. It's a minimum wage crime because there's no amount of money that you're going to get out of that heist. None. That, that's going to never be worth how much time you're going to spend behind bars, how much they, you don't like. Man, you, you, you actually go to prison, man. You're making like $20 a month. Like Most people go out here and they're going to sticking up people and doing all this stuff. But do they understand that the risk behind it means you won't go work at McDonald's for minimum wage, but you're going to go work for the state for the rest of your life for minimum wage. Think man, about it. That's a fact. Think about it. You make you make pennies an hour. You you go in prison. You making pennies an hour, bro. Like niggas be happy to get twenty bucks. Oh, for real, for the whole month. So so you telling me that you know that there's a risk that you could get caught and be sitting behind bars for minimum wage, but you won't go do something that you can like, man. You can go DoorDash, whatever. It's too much shit you can do now to make money. Like at this point, like, like if you, if you ain't out here hustling to make money, like you just a lazy ass, like it's people that are just going on YouTube and just copying people's uh, content and just re-posting, reposting it. Reposting it. Like it, it's too many ways that you can make money to be, be doing minimum wage crime. And that poverty crime stuff is like you, you watch so many people in our community think about just being in the moment and acting out of desperation where, you're not even thinking about the, the risk and what's going to be on the back end of it, like. But when you when you really be sitting there and the judge is telling you your bond amount and you know how many days you got to do or how many months you getting, and then they start talking, they don't talking years, they start talking in months, and them shit sound like, whoa, oh shit, that's twenty years, oh that's four. like then you then you kind of change your perspective on some of this stuff, like you see a lot of people like man. You go through life experience, and like me personally, like I was sitting there where I didn't have control of my own destiny. Right. When you're sitting in the courtroom and you don't have control of your own destiny, a lot of shit changed real fast. I took account, I took account, a new accountability on my life at that point. I didn't want to have to make a decision when it was okay for me to call my children, when I could talk to my mom, what time I had to go to bed, what I could watch on TV. Like, I didn't want to be in a pile full of 50 plus men. Like I ain't wanna have to go look at metal toilets that people shit all over and everything. Like there's this so many different things in my experience being in jail. I was like, nah, this is enough this for me. Facts. And and we gotta understand, bro. Like we not we done made some of the wrong shit too cool. We done made some of the wrong shit too cool for too long, and we we like we're not paying attention to like the 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 effect of what happens. Like okay, I do this. What's next? Yep. Man, that shit people, real people don't
0: you no. you right i want to ask you this because i think this could be like a learning lesson for a lot of the uh listeners and the watchers speaking on like what happened the unfortunate what happened to pnB rock and because I, I know you in la all the time too mm-hmm. and speak on like for the younger people that's listening that may be winning because i feel like a lot of times when you start winning and you get around people that's winning you you lose sight that most people are losing in life and they're hungry. You know what I'm saying? Just, be, just because you eating don't mean everybody else eating. And I think people lose sight of that. So talk about, for, the, for people that's watching this that can that learn something, it's like, how do you move in an area that you may not be from
1: where you don't get caught up in no bullshit? Let me explain something to you, man. First and foremost, I, <laughs> I went to LA. Uh, I just came from LA. Right. So I'm here. I'm in LA as the, the incident happened with PNB my team would tell you before we left Miami, I said, I ain't taking my shit to LA right now. I don't have no ego, man. Mm, that's important. I don't have no ego. Cause like at the end of the day, jewelry and shit like that really is ego. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Like, like when you put that shit on, it's like, yeah, I done made it. I did it. I got it. Like it's, it's like a trophy. But, but like ego is something that like, as a man, you got to kind of decide like what's worth it. Right. You know, right now, like, I, I mean, my jeweler had told me three months ago in LA, he was like, yo, shit crazy out here. He was like, the strip club used to be making 100 grand a night. That shit making 10 to 5,000. That's a fact. So so the money didn't dry up. That's so when fact. the money dropped like that, guess what's happening? People getting hit up. He said, man, I had like 10 artists, they got robbed. Like, so I already know if, if, if it's happening like that frequently, man, I'm like, man, I'm not coming out there with no damn kilo on my neck and, and pinky rings on. Like, I'm not first off like to me like i got a beautiful girl i put her i expose her like me me walking around right. with that on like i expose her i expose all the people around me because it's, it's it only take one person to look at you like hey man this is my opportunity this is my chance yep and you know some of these dudes even if you give your stuff up they still gonna do what they're gonna do like they still might pull the trigger facts so i don't even want to put you put myself in a position where like i'm not properly secure. like if I got security and I'm moving a different way is one thing but like if I'm not moving with security I'm not going to risk nobody's life I'm not going to risk my own life like yo it, it has to be that type of mindset and, and 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 to even go like even deeper is like you know we got a lot of dudes that spending money on jewelry like I was just sitting around with uh, Charleston White he just got a new chain, man. I was like, let me see you. What's that? He got an appraisal and everything for us. I So you see that? You see how much you pay for it? You see what your appraisal worth? Now go get insurance on it. Right. See, a lot of niggas be like, yo, I ain't going. I ain't giving up my shit. Bro, if, if, if you got your shit insured, get that bitch up, man. The insurance company giving you more bread. <laughs> you spend 10000 on a the bitch, they're going to give you 14000 14, 15000 15, 15. Like, Yo, you just had to come up. The nigga did you a favor, hey, hey bro. Take my shit, man. Appreciate you, my nigga. You just gave me after four bands, like, man. Go, go spend the money to get the insurance and protect yourself. So if something bad happened, bro. You ain't got to feel like you got to risk your life you risk over your life. jewelry. Like, bro, bro. Listen, man. Like, everybody want to be hard and like, like right. I like. I'm not even saying like want to be hard. Don't nobody want to feel like you gonna have somebody take something take from your you. Shit. You, you feel like you a man and like, you like, man, fuck that. I'm wearing my shit wherever I'm going. And you know, anybody in front of your girl, like, listen, man, it is so many. It's so many times where it's just like, yeah, I know I can go wear my shit. bro I, I can wear my shit wherever I want to. I'm not, I'm a big nigga. So like a nigga had to be ready to either shoot me or, but I don't want that. See, I don't even want to have that in the in, in the back of my head as I'm walking through an environment that I'm not protected. Like, why would I want to even be like, man? I'm ready to get down with whatever. When the life that I worked for was to be rich and to be out the way, Be out the way. Like, like that—that's—that's
0: that's hustling backwards, man. You value that. That just tells you value your life. I think a lot of us don't really value our life like that. Just based on how we move. So many, so many of us really move sloppy as hell. Even the, even the people that got bred a lot of times sloppy in the worst environments. Like I heard somebody say. Um, when you go to a bad environment, it's pretty much the toilet. And we know what happens in the toilet, shit happens. So yeah, if you I go mean. to any environment where it's some bullshit, you lock, you, anything can happen. Some bullshit can happen. You can't be surprised or shocked. But a lot of us, we still sloppy as hell. We still got to, even with bread, a fucked up mentality.
1: Yeah, man. It, it, and that pride is one of them things, bro, we just got to be very mindful of. Like, your pride is like something that can be a, a, a positive or a negative. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like... Like as I as I packed up my stuff to get ready to go to L.A., I'm like, you know, I'm gonna be moving. Oh, I, I all right, I can't move like that. All right, cool, man. I'm I'm just gonna leave my my jewelry at the crib. Like, bro, I'm not I'm not too proud to be like, yo, right now they they out here acting bad. Respect that they acting bad and, and leave That's- them motherfuckers alone. Let them let them do that on their own, bro. Like, I want to stay away from that. I don't want to be. You know, I don't even want that type of energy around me. So so for me, bro, like if I if I know I'm gonna walk into my Cuban gonna have people feeling like, yo, it's lunch out here right now. Like that just bro, like you can't you can't and it's unfortunate because I like I rock with P and B. I yeah, actually me too. like I mean I had yeah, we connected too. and everything. Like he was right. trying, Yeah, so I mean, shit, he was you know, he was at the uh the interview we did with King Von. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so we they like song. I, yeah, the they did the song and everything and then, you know, he reached out to me, like, yo, like I want you to run some plays with me, put me on the real estate. So so he was thinking beyond just music and music, shit. he was like, Yo, let's let's run some shit together. So you look at guys like that that's like understanding like even business outside of like the, the music industry and everything else, man, is like a lot of them realizing like, yo, real estate and these other you know, avenues are things I need to pay attention to and it's it just it's fucked up that you look up and you see like the reality of it. like you got to be in survivalist mode everywhere you go you, you know just you slip up for 1 minute you know somebody taking your life because you you work hard for something you work hard for mm-hmm. you know you you work hard for it they just want to come and take it
0: come and take it and that's 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 really why you got to be on a point and value your life and move Move, cause it could happen. So, like, I seen so many people talking shit, like calling them dumb, calling this girl dumb, whatever. But, like, like in, in my opinion, at the end of the day, we all did not some stupid shit that could have got us killed. I'm like, all we could do is thank God that we that God gave us grace to let us, you
1: know what I'm saying, live. I mean, you know what I'm saying. I think it's fucked up. They calling this girl dumb. If 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 I, I mean, if I'm out at at, at lunch with my girl, I'm not thinking that my waffles is gonna lead to my demise. To your demise, exactly. Like it's it's a crazy world that we live in that that posting a damn lunch picture is now a risk yeah like think about that bro like not that you posting like yo yo where my ops that pull up on me but yo i'm posting chicken and waffles and and that shit is like what what somebody identifies is how they pull up and try to try to rob me man wrong. it's just
0: it's, a crazy it's,
1: it's messed up, and then you got people that's already going through traumatic experiences, and now she's getting attacked by by everybody by saying like you yeah. know, it's her fault. I mean, the reality is, man, that you know, it shouldn't be that bad in your life that you can't post a picture of eating food, um, and and just even think that it's people out here that's waiting on you to post a picture on social media to track you down to to be able to try to see if they can come up off your hard work is another thing like if you put that much energy into actually creating something on your own and working your ass off that's a fact. you'd be a, millionaire, a millionaire. millionaire it's crazy how these dudes don't even like realize hell bro the same amount of time and shit that you got taking the plotting and planning and all that you can have some powerful shit going, on. Shit going on it's crazy
0: no nah, that's facts that's, that's game i want to talk about this though because like you said in the beginning the last time we had you on the podcast I remember uh, we was on. I was in. We was living in Cali at the time. We was on Zoom, and you was in Vegas. And I think around this, I think you had like 30k followers at the time, and all like, and and, and so much. Like I said, literally so much shit that happened. Like good things that happened. So I want to ask you, like, what is the? Because it's only been three. It ain't been three years. Yet. A month. It'll be three years. What are the key things that um, that did you think is the reason why your life elevated and happened so fast? Because three years is a short amount of time for your life to just go crazy like that.
1: Um, first and foremost I'm obsessed anything I want in life I get obsessed with it like so many people say they want shit and they're not willing to go all the way for it like if I say I want it I'm willing to go all the way like that's with anything if I believe in it I'm going to go all the way for it um, so my commitment to to like anything that I say that I want to do or achieve like I'm willing to really like go all the way in it and this comes with pure intentions Like, when you come with pure intentions and you're not looking to, like, take advantage of people, like, you're not really just looking for the money, the money becomes a byproduct of the work. So, like, I I came in, I said, hey, I'm, I'm like, I'm obsessed with with helping people. I'm obsessed with, you know, changing lives. And and that was my thing. And I was like, I want to help as many people as I possibly can. And then, you know, you start looking at just being consistent, right? You know, bro, like, you start putting a body of work together where I'm showing up every day and I'm doing all the stuff I say I want my life to look like and then before you know it it starts happening and I think it's like part of that is being um almost polarizing because I I, I'm not afraid to stand up and speak on uncomfortable topics and and say shit that like might make somebody uncomfortable um but being pure bro like everything I've done has just been pure so like growth-wise, it's just been being able to like when people get around me, they're like, "Oh, I really like this guy. He's really a good dude." Like that's everybody. Like isn't like I don't like it's weird because like the social media like hate and shit that you see sometimes. Like I've never experienced it in real life. Everywhere we go with so much love, love. like it's unbelievable. So it's kind of like you know. I just believe in, in just doing the right shit, man, and just, like, being solid. So, like, I don't look over my shoulder. I don't have no, like, I don't have to feel uncomfortable in no environment or nothing like that, bro. I really came in with that, like, just obsessed mindset. Like, so many people want shit, bro, and they're not willing to get in the mud and get dirty. They're not, they not willing to stay around there and just, like, grind it out. Like, if it doesn't happen right away, they turn their back and they, like, walk away. If they have any adversity, they use that as the reason to quit. Man, I had every reason to quit. My best friend fucking turned his back on me. My dad backstabbed me. I had everything happening around me. The nigga partner what I do. He steals all the money. Like everything that could go wrong went wrong and I stayed true to what I wanted. Like th- it was a whole whirlwind of shit happening around me and my focus was laser. Like my focus was completely laser. I knew who I was helping. I knew what I was serving. So even though like I had all this stuff that was happening around me, I was like, yo, this, this is just like a part of my journey. And now the people that looked at me or did something funny, you're just going to have to watch me in a different capacity. Mm, That's a bar. And by the time like I stayed true to what I wanted, I look back and I'm like, see, this is why you stay true. This is why you don't waver. This is why you be disciplined. This is why you show up for yourself. This is why you don't let any other people determine what your, your value, your worth is. You do that. Motherfuckers are try to devalue you every day and tell you what you're not. That's a fact. Like, how are you going to tell me what I'm worth? Now all the people that were saying stuff, stuff about me, like, hey, man, I, I done ran net worth around them in labs. Like, and I don't help other it. millionaires come. Like, And that's, that's stuff that's, like, really real. Like, my, my life changed, but I was able to change so many other lives around me by just being who I am and being true and honest. And having like true purpose, man. When I say it's our turn, that shit ain't hype. That's real. Like, bro, I'm I'm talking about really changing people's lives. Like really, really changing people's lives. Doing stuff that people don't even see. I don't even post everything on social. I I show y'all what I want to show y'all. Right. But the reality is, man, the work be done. It's families and lives that'll never be the same because of what I was able to do and willing to do. And, and and for me, that's the biggest feeling, man. Like I said, if I die today, man, I, shit, I'm proud of everything. It's not a single regret, man. I overcame so much shit. People lied. They played with my name, did all that. They thought it was going to slow me down. They thought it was going to hurt me. I got backstabbed by, by people that I respected and partners and everything. Every, man, everybody that, that did all that, that dirty shit, they still watch me to this day, and I'm still successful. I'm more successful than I left them. Every one of them. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. See, when when you do it from a pure place, man, they can't stop it. They can't. That's right. Like, I just look at at it all the time. I'm like, bro, I know where I'm coming from. Like, when you know where you're coming from and you know your purpose, nothing else matters. Can't nobody determine what your value is. Can't nobody try to talk bad about you if you know what you're truly about. I don't give a fuck what nobody thinks. I don't. Say what you want to. You won't say it to my face. <laughs> <laughs> you always say this shit too. You yeah, like, cause too. I'm really with that. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, like I'm from North Philly, man. I grew up. My grandmother made us a little bit different. Like, we not backing down from nothing. Like, I play middle linebacker. I'm not backing down from nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a mentality for me. That's. That's why challenges and life obstacles come to me, and I'm like, bro, it's just part of it. That's part of like what I'm supposed to go through. Like, look at my body type; I'm meant to take a, a bruising. For the sake of conversation, I gotta ask this because it's
0: somebody listening. Like, dang, I wish, I wish, I had that mentality. I wish I could move like that. So, what did you, what would you say to that person that's like that that feel like they lack that mentality, but they want to gain it? Like, how can they gain it?
1: Bro, I was abused. I was beat. I was told what I wasn't. All that. See, in life, people try to take away what you what your strengths are. They try to make you and minimize you to something that makes them confident or feel like they ain't dominant or control of your life. That's facts. I grew up abused. Like everything I saw around me was bad. Like, and it was like, to me, what made me the strongest was was like believing in myself even when i was in the most vulnerable situations bro when i felt like i couldn't defend myself i had to be strong because nobody was there for me when you when you getting your ass kicked and and, and this is coming from the people that you love and you it's like you can't you can't escape it the one thing that you always know is like you can only be there for you like because you feel like who are you gonna go to if you can't if your people are not there. Like, I ain't had nobody, like, that's that was my safety net, and my safety net was fucking me up. So in my mind, like, I went to a place where I was okay with being, being like the lone wolf. I started creating in my mind, like, what, what I would and would not tolerate until one day I fought back and I ran away. 16 years old, I moved out, ran away. But it was always in here, man. It was like, yo, at, at that point, I wanted to fight for anybody that felt like they was a victim. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's a lot of shit that people don't get about me. Like, you know, when I when I speak up sometimes, it's, it's like, because I know some people are afraid to speak up. I was afraid at one point. I was bullied. I was beat. I was all that. So like, yeah, I was afraid to speak up when shit was going wrong. I would just be like, everybody like him. That's my, that's my dad. So I don't want to, you know, you know, I don't, want, I don't want nothing bad to happen to my dad. But what you do when you feel like you're Superman violating you? I went through that shit. And then it make you a different person. That's why linebacker became my passion.
0: Mm.
1: I could inflict that pain on other people. Mm. That's
0: a bar. That's some
1: real shit, bro. You, 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 you talking some real shit right now, man. I mean, but that that's the piece that, like, man, I'm super passionate. Like, motherfuckers yeah. don't get why I go so hard violated ain't nobody never supported nothing I did I did it by just doing good work I didn't have nobody co-signing a stamp me this was just me doing good work so when I protect my name and my brand and I go so hard for certain shit people don't get it it's like bro I've been fighting my whole fucking life nobody supported or built this shit up this was me believing in myself well nobody did I worked so hard that I I made motherfuckers have to believe in me because they saw the results of my hard work. Even when niggas said, oh, he was a scam. He was this. Look, his dad was this nigga or that nigga. Mm -hmm. Oh, Max don't rock with him no more. Oh, Jay, this, this. Like, everybody. So everybody was taking sides. This must be the problem. But guess what? I'm running laps around them all now. How is that?
0: Hey. (laughs) hey you talking some real shit but let me ask you this and i got this i got this from you on your show get your ass up, y'all make sure y'all matter of fact make sure y'all tap into the uh tony new podcast get your ass up it's available everywhere right
1: everywhere yeah everywhere yeah. right get yeah. your ass up man we uh we, we got a, we got we got a nice little movement man yeah. we getting going
0: you doing it but i want to ask you
1: what is your biggest regret <clears throat> <laughs> um (laughs) you know it's interesting man because it ain't many things that i regret like because i think like everything that happened in life like built me to like where i'm at today and i needed those steps and those pieces um honestly i think like right now where i'm at in life the only regret that i have is i i regret that i i let some of the legal paperwork slide through with uh with jay Mm. Just because of what it meant to so many people that, like, I knew I had them, like, you know, in the box and we let them off the hook. Like, it's a lot of people I let down because, like, I, I kind of, you know, I took my foot off the gas. Like, you know, I knew I had them there to rights, man, and I let them off the hook. So, like, just, like, having something like that where um, it allowed people to, it allowed doubt to go in some, in some people's some heads. People, and. people, and really like not feel like I was being truthful or whatever. Like that piece I, I hate that shit. Like I think if they tell you my team would tell you they're around me all the time, that's been the only moment where like I really have been like, fuck. I don't get I don't get too up or down on anything, but that that bothered me, man. Because I put a lot into like exposing the truth and and like when you have a situation like that where you get legal loophole just like a burning feeling dog Like oh, I don't let this motherfucking sc- scoundrel Get away like that Like I don't let him weasel his ass out of this shit And I had him dead to rights. Like that's a shitty feeling Like so that's probably like my main thing And that was It's kind of unfortunate man Because like my My focus in my life had been so much Into like this fight And then like 20, 20, 20, uh, one Comes around And I finally find like Somebody that really like was about me, you know, my girl Nicole and and like I put all my energy into that, man. I just got distracted with like all kind of shit, and I was just like it was it was a good distraction, right? Like, it was necessary, man. I had so much of this drama and shit that was just coming around. Like she came at the right time, but we got so much in love land. Like I kind of like let everything that was around me just kind of like fall down for a hey, little. That's bit. what love would do to you. Um, but but, like, you know, if I'm, if I'm sitting on regrets, man, that that's, that's like, my my main thing. Because everything else I've been through in my life, man, from the biggest challenges or whatever, like, they were all life lessons, lessons that I may even be able to apply to my children. Like, when I talk to my boys, man, I have real conversations with them. I can talk to them about, like, the good, the bad, the ugly. I can tell them about, like, anything, like, because I really done been through it. Right. right? And, and, you know... I feel like, you know, as a father, man, being able to have a conversation or even using my platform when I'm able to talk to other men that don't have a father figure or nobody that they respect in their life to be able to tell you real shit that, like, come from real place and, like, I've been through it and give you real advice is something that's priceless, man. And I've, I've really had men that have taken my advice and reached out to me a year or so later, like, bro, you were right and you changed my life. So I think, like, you know, those experiences of, like, the... The things I went through early on in my life, and it, it all built me up to to be in a position of where I'm at right now. So I'm like, no, there's no regrets from action um, with that, but like that Jay shit or oh, that burned a nigga up. Burns. mate, I, I I definitely
0: get it. And this and this is um this is my final question for you. What is your
1: biggest lesson since you became since becoming a millionaire? <laughs> Um, it's a couple lessons with that. Um, but the the main thing I always say is like, bro, like you gotta, you gotta be obsessed and believing in what you, what you want to see out of your life. Um, it's the same thing like with commitment, right? I, um, I always tell people if you want something, you have to be willing to do it every single day till you get what you want. It is not like I take a day off or a weekend, man. When you first met me, I was doing IG live every single day. Yep. It was a non-negotiable for me. It wasn't a day off. It it wasn't like, oh, well, I do it on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It was every day I go live. Uh, I show up for whatever I want in my life every single day. Um, And I even did that, like, recently, the last eight weeks in the gym. I went from fat pudgy to I cut that shit off me, like, every day. It was an everyday thing. It wasn't, oh, I get the weekends, I get to have cheat meals or whatever. It's like, yo, we locked in. We're doing some form of activity every day. We eating right. We we doing all of what we can control to have what we want of our life. It's too many people that say they want something, and then they go and like you say you want to have a six pack, but then you out here eating you know BS. Like they don't six pack and, and, and bad food don't match. Like they don't live in the same place. So like my my commitment to like really showing up for myself every single day. Like, it's something that I think, like, really is, like, my number one millionaire success strategy. Right now with my podcast, Get Your Ass Up, we working every single day. We recording, got new guests every single day. I'm in DMs and talking to people, getting one new day. new people every day. Like, it, that's the focus. When I when I commit, I lock in, I go. Um, and then just understand that as, as you become a millionaire, you're going to get more opportunity to fuck some shit up. Like, what do you mean by that, bro? Shit just happens. Like, you, shit just happens when you get like the more money, more problems. Like you heard it, you know, a million times. Mm-hmm. But just, it's an opportunity for things to get, you know, fucked up. You you making so much money, like money coming in so fast, it's easy for people to not like, you know, do certain things. Just it's, it's easy to overlook shit. Uh, it's, it's easy to get complacent, um, because you see that money flowing, bro. Like you start looking down. I'm having $100,000 days, like I'm like looking at six-figure days, quarter million dollar days, like yo, you start, man, I do whatever the fuck I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like when you start making that type of money, you like, bro, I do whatever the fuck I want to do. Man, I ain't going to no gym today. Fuck the gym. I ain't doing this today. Fuck that, man. I got to I got I just made 50k yesterday. I just made When you start making that type of money, bro, it's like that shit. Like if you're not really Like and people always say you're not really ready when you get it you ain't ready because you can go do some nut shit you can go you can go spend it on some bullshit you can go do something that you ain't supposed to because it's just like it's it's just like what's in our wire we wired that way but but for me man like just like understanding like that money is like something that the more you get you just gotta really just keep your eye on everything around you because that's when shit gets sloppy. Like, that's when you can have opportunities for, like, all that shit to unravel and fall apart. That's when you can have million-dollar million mistakes happen. That's when you got the highest exposure and now somebody want to sue you because they know you got money. Like, all that type of shit. Like, you, you just, the more money you get, it creates the shit where, like, and then even the fact that, like, hey, now the people that were supporting you when you was just looking like you was okay and now you rich, now you everything look like you're stunting on them that's facts <laughs> <laughs> like, like my my life Basic my shit. life just on, on like what i figure like i be saying shit and people be thinking i be flexing i'm like uh, bro like this is really just like kind of how normal. the blessings that rolled in now where I, I operate in this space or whatever but sometimes people look at like, oh you trying to be flashy you trying right. to show i'm like nah dog they just like this is, these are my cars i got lamborghinis and shit like that like that ain't the flex it's just that's your life this is my life at this point i live in the penthouse i mean i got a beautiful view and i live on the ocean like these are the views like i but i was like people don't see the fucking, the the air mattress i was waking up next to i mean that was deflated they don't see the repo man i was trying to duck when i was in 2017. they don't see the bankruptcies i had to overcome they don't see the bad credit and i had at one point like, they don't see all the days in jail. They don't see the uh, the counseling. They don't see all the rehab I had to do for my, my mental health. People don't see any of that. So it was just like, man, like, appreciate your journey, every step of the journey, man. Don't be intimidated to lose. Like, commit and be obsessed to all the shit that you say that you want. And then just go ahead and let, understand that it's going to be some shit that's going to be uncomfortable when you make that money. It's going to be some shit that might get a little shaky and loose, and that's when you just got to make sure you... Tap in with all your people, have the right people around you, making sure like you you can really manage your money, manage your, your team, your resources, and, and be on point. I, I, I do that now, man. I had to, I mean I had plenty of shit I had to clean up. Mm. Man, it ain't perfect, man. You go through shit, man. You start making money, you got you find out like you got holes in your shit. You got to fix it. You Got to fix it. Yeah. Mm. And then I just I just thought
0: about something else. This is my uh, final question. As a guy that became wealthy and still single i love i love asking guys this question just so people listening they can can know how to stay focused how did you how did you know because so many people when you get money and you single you paranoid every woman you like she's she's trying to come up off me i don't trust her (laughs) how did you you know i'm getting that how did you know like this is the right person to be with what did you look for in her what was those things that you evaluated that you knew this is the right person why you got money
1: as a man you know you know who who for one night and you know who for a long ride like, we some know dudes that. don't do Nah, we know, we know, we we know. Like, <laughs> it's we we dudes we, out we know. We know we ignore it because that's it. the lust and the thought of what we say mm-hmm. that we want. You know, make you ignore all the obvious signs, bro. Like, you know when the girl a little, a little like she gonna probably have too many people for you, and she gonna be moving a little different. Like, yeah. you know, like we know that, but we we be like, damn, she got a bad. She body. bad. She looked good in the mud. Oh, mm-hmm. she got some good, good. So we we ignore all the things that are telltale signs that's gonna have you in some BS because of, of like the satisfaction we get out of getting that little trophy piece that you've been right. wanting. Oh, she 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 look a certain way or she got body, whatever. So that becomes a focus, man. But like me, man, I like, and definitely with with Nicole, like one of the best pieces was like, we met on, um, on IG and, um, she slid in my DM. Don't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: is that cat? Or is that, is that fact?
1: No, uh, like, see, true story. Like, I was like, you know how you, you, uh, like go through the stories and you like put like a flame or something. Yeah, like yeah, that? yeah, 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 I put a flame on one of her stories with, uh, with, uh, Andre rising and left eye. Okay. And, uh, she said that was me sliding in her DM. So you know the, the 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 story reaction goes to the DM. So like that's her claim to <laughs> like <laughs> me sliding. But uh, but but the funny piece is like I I actually like she she posts all the time. So like man, um, it just happened to be like the algorithm was like every time I logged in, it was like I was she seeing was her up. fucking page. So I sent her a voice note. I was like, yo, why every time I log in, I see you? I was like, your algorithm must be popping. And she's like, maybe guy trying to tell you something. I was like, oh, oh shit. Oh, Hello, you
0: done tried oh, to Oh yeah, she threw a shot first. Yeah, Dang. she threw the first she shot. See, first she threw shot. the first shot. shot. See That's a
1: shot. That's a shot. But but you know, like who who am I not to play Griffin? That shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know, like she had her own stuff going on. She's a beautiful woman. I'm like, I'm like, yo, fly to Miami. Um put I'm gonna put your toes in the sand. Like come, you know, come rock with me. And uh we we uh we came to Miami for like three weeks, man, and we was like it was supposed to be like a weekend and it turned into three weeks. It was like the longest first date ever. Right. Um, and just like, as I was around her, um, we were just really getting to know each other, like purely, like, you know, I've been around, you know, plenty of women. It would be like, they just want me to go take them to some expensive shit. they, shit. they, they, They want to go spend some money or whatever. But like we were just like really getting to know each other, having good conversation. And, um, while we were in Miami, we were at the one hotel and, um, I was falsely arrested. I, I, I got dry parking while black. I I park in the valet, A a off duty police officer comes and sees I had an assault rifle in my um, hood in my car. I mean, my trunk, he pulls it out arrests me. Here's the whole thing. But like, I noticed how she reacted in that, in that moment. And that was like she she kind of sealed the deal with just being like solid Solid. in in that moment like this woman got a big ass brand she's in nordstrom and everything else and it was just the way that she moved in that situation it just like i was like dang she different because i'm just meeting her and like it could have been easy for her to be like oh this is too much for me or whatever like but like she was there she saw it didn't do anything wrong and it just like it it was just like one of them situations that like thankfully like nothing bad happened but you know well to like where it, it went you know too crazy but um finding the feeling like you got somebody that got you without any expectation is like one of the the realest things man because um when you become successful people obviously know like you got a level of success and money with you and everything else um so to me like i wanted to find somebody that would be equally as yoked um and like her heart and her pureness like you just feel it like everybody that's around is like yo she's very unselfish like bro she like she hears me say i need something and like it's done It's, it's taken care of like she's like a real woman like she like caters to like what I need and like, she's there for me, like mentally and whatever. And at the time, like, you know, I was still, wasn't even talking to my dad and she's like on the phone with my sisters and my family, like praying for, for, for healing with me and my dad. And Damn, that's um, real. you know, like, you know, what people don't don't know is like, just like how real that really is. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was, it's a lot of personal things that, mm-hmm. um, she just kind of helped like soothe and then like you know me and my dad actually get back mm-hmm. cool and we we re- reunite after like two years of not speaking and then uh you know those relationships heal and it's just like man having like a woman around that that truly care about your betterment as a person and like she could feel what was bothering me she she could feel my pain like don't nobody want to be at beef with their father and like feel like you against you against your dad in a public feud with another man and shit like that. So, um, like, you know, just having Nicole around, like, she put me in a place of peace for a lot of things, man, because I'd be ready for smoke. And, like, she really, she really just kind of, like, made it to where it was, like, super peaceful. And then she put me in rooms that I, dog, like, I would have never been in, like, we 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 go we go into you know some of the most amazing rooms because she's it for some of the biggest and the brightest out there i mean like the other day she's got freaking Vanessa Bryant you know pulling something and you got Beyonce or whoever like it's always like you know just like a different mix so like we we complement each other very well we both like online marketers so we got like the conversations we push each other for success man um like obviously like i invested into a business Mm -hmm. like like man i just want to see her win you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like i got around somebody that like bro like i know like i don't have to look over my shoulder i ain't gotta look into a telephone i ain't gotta check a dm like i know what type of woman i got and that's Mm -hmm. a it's a comforting feeling man like You know, I I used to rock with chicks that I felt like I had to check their phone and look Mm. over their shoulder and worry about, you know, like how they move behind me, man. That shit is not healthy. Not at all. And 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 like so, for the fellas out there, man, like go, you know, like if you feel like you gotta check her shit, she ain't the one. Facts. If you feel like you 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 gotta, hey, who was this? Who was that? Hey, that ain't the one. Because when they the one, they never gonna make you doubt it. Mm. They gonna they gonna make for sure you you reassured. Like bro, I look at my phone. I can show you twenty five minutes every day. She called me a king. Good morning, beautiful. I love you, you the most. Like she giving me motherfucking affirmations, bro. Y'all girls giving y'all headaches. <whistles> like that's a bar. Like straight up. Like she pushing. She pushing life into me. Mm. Like. Those are the things that really make you feel good to be able to be like, yo, I'm going to take care of you. I'm like, like, most of these women be wanting you to do something for them, but they just a, a bill. They just a headache. Like, man, I don't know. Y'all can have them. Like, oh, she pretty? Oh, oh, that's good for you. Oh, she got a fat butt? Oh, that's good for you. Facts. What's her heart like? Mm-hmm. How's she going to treat you? The character. Yo, when when your back turned, is she going to be looking at your homie trying to figure out what he what he on? yo yep. Like, do she got two, three other dudes that feel like or she make them treat the same right, way she right. treats you? See, that's the stuff that's important, man. And I've been exactly there. And when you go through that, you don't ever want to experience it again. Yeah,
0: that's a, hey, you just, you, just, you just gave up the game, man. And I want to say before we wrap up, I just want to say, man, you know how long I've been waiting to get this done. So you come back out to the city to get this done. Like, I really, really appreciate that, bro. And uh, before I let you go, plug all your stuff where people can
1: follow you, listen to the show, everything you got. Yeah, man, first off, man, I appreciate you. I, I've been I've been supporting you, man, and watching your nice. growth. Uh, to see you and your girl just continuously build and not give up and be consistent. This is what builds millionaires. This is what builds success. And your platform has been educational, helping a lot of people, like, really be able to get their stuff together and find and connect the dots with some of the right people. So much respect to you, nice. my podcast, man, Millionaire Mindset. Y'all make sure y'all tune in like comment subscribe on all those episodes man
0: um
1: but tony the closer uh on instagram uh tony the closer on twitter tony the com for all my books merch etc uh i created my own uh, tv network so i got tired of complaining about ig and youtube and, and all these different platforms not uh not letting me uh get my my uh, audience, the visibility. So I was like, hell, let me create my own. So I created TCTV. So I now own my own TV network. Um, on, on my network I have, I put real estate courses, credit, uh, clean, uh, trainings, uh, podcast, everything. So like, this is my own network. We're going to be building out movies. We have movies on the network. Uh, so this is just something that like, I just really want to take true ownership. Like Mm -hmm. we always talk about, uh, uh what what is what does it feel like like not have full control man i had my ig cut off and it was like oh no like you 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 like you lose that access i I, matter of fact i saw you had you lost your account and um tctv was like you know what let's be forward thinking before they can take a deactivate my account or whatever i got a way to be able to still have my people see the information and, and they'll be able to have all the communication with me um, so you guys can go to TonyTheCloserTV.com. Um, I have $1,000 courses in there. You can get it for 10 bucks a month. Mm. Um, so I, I wanted to change the game with, like, so many entrepreneurs, like, yelling, like, hey, we want to just help the people, help the people, help the people. But it's 2000 5000 right. whatever. I wanted to give, like, people an affordable way to be able to get access to the game. So uh, TCTV, I've literally put uh, credit repair stuff, like, uh, least, trip like just tips and tricks, like millionaire success strategies, things I've like been able to uncover, um, and then obviously like my new my new show, Get Your Ass Up, uh, that's gonna be on TCTV and on my YouTube as well. Um, but I'm just really just now locked in, man. We we, uh, we we we're trying to give the game as much as we can, as many people that want to consume it, man. I'm not I'm not serving just the black community. Like I'm serving people that want to learn. I'm serving people that want to grow. When I say it's our turn, uh, I mean that, like that, that's a true definition of like everybody It's inclusive. I don't exclude anybody. Um, if my message and my story inspires you, like I'm for you. If it doesn't, obviously I'll, I'll see you soon. Like you're going to come back around because a lot of times it's just like, you just don't know what you're missing yet. Yeah. So I uh, appreciate you having me here dog, Definitely man. Problem. This has been dope. Um, once again, keep growing. Don't stop. Like, the 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 dopeness of what you've been doing on your show, man, is outstanding. Like, I wanted to come and be in the... in the. I'm like, I got to get in the stew, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want to get under the lights, man. Mm-hmm. So, I've been watching a lot of people in here, man. So, mm-hmm. appreciate you. And all and, and always, ronaproof.com. Ronaproof.com. You heard of yeah. Ronaproof? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to
0: make sure I put that link in the description of the podcast episode. So, yeah, definitely, bro. Yeah. So, once again, definitely come... Thank you again for coming to Tap On... And thank y'all for listening and watching this episode of Millionaire Mindset Podcast. That's all we got for y'all on this episode. Peace. Peace. You gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to data. double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, it's every y'all gonna talk about it. No Diana speak that that everybody values. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag to your bank account and then account it.